With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Morrison Manchester. Let me tell you first that I've been around. Bang, 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 bang. I've been a bouncer for many, many years. Bang, 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 bang. Simultaneously, boom. Bang, 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 bang. I can, of course, one, two. Bang. With the pepper in your hand, throw it at him. Throw it with the pepper in your hand, throw it. Bang. With the pepper in your hand, throw it at him. Throw it with the pepper in your hand. This episode of Rubber Guard is brought to you by our sponsors, SlamBamJam.com, Alfredo's site, current and past classic Lucha Libre, and Japanese pro wrestling, some really good best of comps. Um, if you need lucha or you know puresu, you know uh, slambamjam.com is the place to go. Also, wrestlewarehouse.com, uh, lucha libre masks. Jeff's got all kinds of different masks to choose from. Uh, also, he has DVDs, T-shirts, and a bunch of different swag. Also, have to throw props out to the mothership, Stevie J and the boys at angrymarks.com for. Uh, Hooking it up with the hosting and uh, plugging us away. While we're waiting for uh, Tony to call in, I have on the line my co-host, Rob. How's it going, brother? Hey, it's going good, man. Good good day of wrestling for me. I uh, got to see this uh, Evan Bourne and uh, John Morrison match from two weeks ago on ECW. And that wow, is it was great, wasn't it? That was awesome. I couldn't believe yeah, that. That was fun. That was insane. I, you know, I thought we were in Ring of Honor for a second there. I mean, that that was good. <laughs> well, but, but before today's show, I I watched um, Ultimo Guerrero and Ray Bucanero in a tag match against uh, Halloween and Damian Six Six Six. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's the good shit right there. Um, <laughs> that the, two of my favorite uh, lucha tag teams. So. Right. But, uh, yeah, anytime you got, you know, Ultimo and Ray and you know you're getting something good, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Actually, um, I put a copy of that, that uh, it, <clears throat> the match was on a uh, Best of Mexico's Most Wanted DVD that I put together, and, and I included it in your package that I mailed today, so. Oh, gracias. Thank you. <laughs> spreading the love, brother, spreading the love. I look forward to that one. That should be good. Yeah, it's... It's exceptional. I'm actually I'm gonna make the second disc tonight, disc two. So, um, a lot of crazy shit from uh, from Tijuana and um, fun stuff. But we're we're waiting for uh, the host of the Lucha Listen in, uh, Tony Fetman Galvin, to call in, and uh, then we can get rolling. So, um, do we have a news update yet? News update. Let's go to the Figure Four site. And we don't have a news update. Uh, too early yet. But but um, I can tell you guys, uh, 
there's some new Necro Butcher interview, I think, from the from one of the Baltimore newspapers online, and it's must read. It's uh, really awesome. It's a uh, if you ever, it's a pretty good story, and um, you know, it lets you see another side of the Necro Butcher you don't normally see. Besides, oh, wow. it's not going through barbed wire. <laughs> Okay, I mentioned the uh, the best of Mexico's most wanted disc that I put together. Here, here are the match listings from Tijuana. Um, Mexico's most wanted, Juventud Guerrera and Eo Del Enfermaro taking on Super Colo, Thunderbird, Magico, and Jungla. Um, it's a wacky eight-man spot fest. Then from Tijuana, we have MMW against Leon Negro and Ninja Shiraku, which is kind of that's an odd match to say the least. Uh, the next match is from CMLL. Uh, Mexico's Most Wanted against Ray Buccaneer and Ultimo Guerrero. And the next one's from Tijuana. This one was really fun. Um, Mexico's Most Wanted teaming with Dr. Wagner Jr. against Buccaneero, Ultimo Guerrero, and Satanico. Yeah, you gotta, um, you gotta want that. Yeah, it's wacky. And then we go to XPW. We have Mexico's Most Wanted against Crack and Cronus. The next match is, again... From XPW, Mexico's Most Wanted against uh, Mosca de la Merced and Al Cicero. I don't know why they even did this match. And the uh, seventh match on here is uh, from Revolution Pro Wrestling. Uh, used to be in Southern California where Super Dragon and all those guys came from. Uh, Mexico's Most Wanted against Ariel Express. Um, uh, Quicksilver and our guest last night, uh, Scorpio Sky. And the final match is from XPW. It's Damien six 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 against Halloween. Okay. So yeah, that, that sounds like a pretty fun set. But let's uh, let's welcome to the show the host of the Lucha Listen In, the Fet Man, Mister Tony Galvin. <laughs> Tony, welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How, how's everybody else doing? Not bad, brother. Not bad. Okay. Cool. It's actually cooled off up here in Northern California. It's been hot the last few days, really, really hot. No, no, Ken. Usually, Ken goes for Southern California here. Uh, it's uh, cold here, so. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you're you're in Pennsylvania, so. Yes. <laughs> Very. So, cold. Tony, Tony, where about in SoCal are you from? Uh, I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's it's a bit of a distance. I'm I'm sure between two of us. Wow. Six hours. <laughs> That's all. No, just six hours. Nice drive. So now, um, do you do you hit any of the local lucha? Because there's there's always lucha shows in Southern California every weekend. Uh oh, I do. Okay, and then know that. No, I usually just hit the the big FML shows where they have the the big uh, lucha stars. So no, I didn't know they were actually. A- <laughs> There were actually smaller lucha shows. I've been to a couple, and usually they're not worthwhile, so I usually just tend to skip them. But I'll, I, maybe I should check them out. Well, they're all over the place, dude. So I mean, they, there's in San Diego, they're in um, in L.A. and and uh, you know. Yeah, there's, there's one in my uh, backyard right here of uh, Pio Rivera with uh, Wagner, Hijo uh, de Santo, and uh, uh, La Park. Ah, there you go. So well, you, you mentioned you mentioned L.A. Park. Um, Mm-hmm. He's probably my all-time favorite luchador. Um, he can do no wrong. <laughs> what are your feelings on Laparca's work, his body of work? 
his body of work, well, uh, for the most part, you know, his uh, his early years are just tr- tremendous, and he's, he's always been extremely charismatic. And a couple of years ago, he, you know, he was he was still pretty still pretty hot, but as of late, you can tell he's obviously broken, and he's had problems with the the CMO office, so he's not getting bookings from them anymore. So the only thing he really has is is uh, just his independent bookings, and then. I mean, there was there, there was a there was a chance that he was going to lose his mask to Wagner in a big uh, mask match, but I guess he yeah. just had a falling out with the the company, so so he's just probably going to lose his mask on a random indie or something. Well, his his WCW run was fun. Um, <laughs> spe- you know, I mean, even when he was doing jobs, it was still fun because he his talent out you know it 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 outshined. No matter how much they tried to bury him, they couldn't do it, and also. The, there, there's that one promo that sticks in my head with him and Kaz Hayashi with the voices that didn't match their mouths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking A did that rule. That was good shit. I totally forgot about I mean, that. That's awesome. You know, you know that, that WCW shit back then was really, really bad. Russo was really bad, but that was one piece of brilliance. Um, so, uh, so, Rob, what, what do you think of uh, Mr. Park? Uh, you got to love a Parker. I mean, come on, a dancing skeleton who who does moonsaults and all kinds of crazy flips. I mean, if you don't, if you cannot like that, there's something seriously wrong. I mean, there's no point in watching wrestling anymore. Well, you you see LaPark on the bill, you know you're going to be entertained. Of course. I mean, come on, he he dances. You know, he hits people with chairs. I mean, you got to love that. What do, what doesn't he do? Yeah, and and when it when it needs to be, he can bring the hate too. I mean, I've yes. got some. Uh, I've got the match from Atlanta with him and uh, and Santo, where they do the whole mask ripping shit, and then I have a cage match with them in Tijuana, and you know I have a bunch of blood baths with those guys, and you know when when Parker has to bring the hate, he can bring it, and you know he's a very impressive worker, and he's always been good. Um, mm-hmm. Now there's there's a guy that's. Uh, near and dear to my heart as well, but he runs a close second to L.A. Park, and that's El Dandy. Um, I remember first seeing El Dandy in the late 80s for the Win promotion. Um, Win! <laughs> Lucha Libre. Yeah, that, and that guy, you know, he hasn't lost a step, and, and he's still, whether babyface or heel, he's still a hell of a talent. Um, I mean, he's he's done it with everybody, and he's still doing it. You know, at a high level, he's not working for CMLL. He's he's independent, but you know, he's still working, still doing his thing. Um, Rob, what what do you think of uh, of El Dandy in general? Uh, I I really like El Dandy. I've seen a lot some of his early stuff with uh, On Taka, and that's you know that's just pretty picture perfect. I mean, he owned it on the mat. You know, he hit he really had a lot of fire and charisma and. Uh, you know, I, he's always good, especially in uh, WCW. You know, he was a great base for people like Ray and uh, Hoovy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tony, what what are your thoughts and feelings on uh, the uh, El Dandy? The uh, El Dandy? Yeah, the Dandy one. No, nothing. I just just I just uh, briefly remember his WCW work, and then I don't remember anything too appalling. And uh, wasn't he a tag team with uh, Silver King towards the end? They had Stacy Kiva as their manager. I seem to remember yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, they were a really good team. Yeah. That, that reminds me of the greatest El Dandy moment in WCW. There was the uh, Battle Royal for the Cruiserweight title, and Chris Jericho was doing introductions, and 
That that was amazing, just that. But uh, he said, and we have the winner of the Lou Ferrigno lookalike contest. (laughs) (laughs) That's good shit. (laughs) Classic. All right, well, what, what we're going to do is we're, we're going to go around the table, um, and we're, we're going to uh, explain what our favorite Lucha match ever was and why. Um, we're going to start with you, Rob. All right. Um, my, my favorite Lucha one, I, I think I might have actually mentioned this before, it's uh, easily Atlantis versus uh, the Honor 3 in the Mass versus Mass match. Right. I mean, 2000. They... Yeah. they you know they had the te- they started off technical and it was awesome they they got a little brawling in and it was awesome and you know Viano really just stretched the heck out of Atlantis and you know I mean that was real emotional and it was just it was a great match I mean that's pretty much picture perfect yeah the crowd was there everything everything worked I mean there, there's a reason it won the match of the year for the Observer. Um, and that's saying something compared to how few Mexican matches have actually won that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's that's the point. I think that uh, before that, you'd have to go to uh, uh, Gringos Locos and uh, Santo and Octagon, 94. Yep. So, I don't even, I mean, you have... I don't, even, I don't even know if that won that year because that was such a hot year for okay. wrestling, you know? Hold on just a second. I have them here. Um See Observer. Yeah, it was believe two thousand. Yeah, ninety four. Uh, two thousand. No, right? it wasn't. Two thousand one, no. right? Razor, Razor, and Michaels in the ladder match one. Um, the runner up was Masawa and Kawada six three ninety four. <laughs> so I mean that's gotta that's a tough fucking year. Oh yeah, and I mean that's not even counting you know you, you know that's just those two promotions alone. I mean there were so many right. good matches that year. So, uh, uh, Tony, what what's your favorite all-time match, uh, Lucha match? That's a, well, first of all, let me thank Rob for stealing my pick for the best uh, Lucha match of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you re- you really can't go wrong with with the uh, with that with that match. But uh, j- just for the sake of being different, um, a match worth noting uh, worth noting that I've uh, seen as of late that I could say, probably say is probably my new favorite is last year uh, it made its way on the. On the on the web, so maybe you guys can check it out. The the big uh, Kids Day uh, National Trios title match. Have, have any of you guys heard about that or seen it? I heard about it and I downloaded it. Yeah, it, yeah, it was last year. Watched. Yeah, oh, it's it's awesome. It's pretty much just the the the, the six youngest best guys of uh, CML just putting on a uh, a clinic, just move after move after move after move. CML matches have a tendency of just they'll do a couple of moves and then just play the crowd. But this mm-hmm. match, they just did all action and just they didn't want to play to the crowd, and it was just it it really sh- it really showed the what the future of CML is going to be. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, um, let's I'll direct this one at you, Rob. Um, do you prefer lucha singles, lucha tag, or trios matches? Oh, I like lucha trios matches. You know, uh, I, I got to admit, I actually prefer trios matches in general, just because. There's you know six people going at it and the, the the possibilities are endless. I mean you can you know I mean you can do anything you can imagine with that and yeah I like trios matches. The more people the better. Mhm. Mhm. Oh you know um I'm sorry I I forgot to uh, mention what my favorite lucha match of all time is. Um, 
2004 for the Anesma promotion, um, El Dandy and L.A. Park. Uh, they tore it the fuck up. Tore it up. It won the Box Y Lucha uh, Match of the Year for 2004. Um, oh, wow. Really, really fun match. Um, had everything. Had the mask ripping, had the hate, the blood, the, the stiffness, the, the, uh, the graceful uh, mat work. Uh, flying had everything, and it, the match doesn't get enough love um, because Anesma, you know, didn't ha- get penetration in, in the states. So um, I I found out about Anesma through my sponsor SlamBamJam.com. You can go to the site, type in Anesma, E N E S M A, and uh, you'll you'll come up with it. Um, I think it was. October, if I remember right, but you can just search and there's like five shows from Anesma and uh, that's that's good stuff right there. Um, yeah. Find DVDs at Slam Bam Jam. There you go, SlamBamJam.com. Oh, Alfredo's going to be put the fuck over a lot during the show. <laughs> yep. So, um, now uh, let's uh, let's switch over to you, Tony. Do you do you prefer singles, tag, or trios? Oh, definitely trios. I mean, with 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 trios, you definitely get everyone going all at it. You know, on all cylinders, and if they get tired, all you gotta do is tag out. I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 got all the it's got all the the fun of a singles match, but instead of like wrestles to kind of bring it all the action, you know, to a hold or you know, uh, using falls, you just you just gotta tag out. So you can just just hop constantly having a guy coming in uh, fresh and just putting it on the click. And, and what's cool about it is, if it's worked correctly, it's just like seeing you know three or four different singles matches in one time, which is exactly. some of the fun of it. It also trios matches also make it make it easier to do angles, mm-hmm. you know, within the matches. That way, and and it doesn't take from the whole match. Mm-hmm. You have so two, two you, know, guys, uh, you get to build storylines, and also you you can you know have your uh, your your gang against gang, and you know I mean you can do a lot of different shit, and you get double team moves, you get triple team moves, you get the dives, so it. You know, if it's put together properly, um, you know, you get what you want out of the trios match. Now, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start with you, Rob. Um, do you think that a a trios match should headline a show above a singles title match? Uh, that's a tough question. I, I guess it depends on uh, what each match is trying to accomplish. You know, if it's okay. for your. Uh, all right, all right. Let let me do this, Rob. Um, if it's it's not a program. Oh, uh, definitely not. Then I mean, okay, you, you know, that's that's pretty much the definition of what a mid card match is. Then you know, something mm-hmm. to just spike up the crowd and keep them going, you know, and let um let them get real emotionally involved for the main event. What What do you think, Tony? Well, I think like like you said, generally use a, a trios match to uh, build up a, a singles program. I mean, generally. Unless you're going to have a, a big program or something, you should probably have a, a, a trio match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, How about you? I I feel that the title match, whether it'll be a singles match, singles title, a campeones de parejas tag team, or mm-hmm. a trios title match should be main eventing or 
or some type of a stipulation with the hot program at the time. Mm-hmm. Or or the you know, the cage of death where the last guy in loses his mask or hair. You know, something something like that. Some type of a big gimmick match or a title match. Um okay, cool. just because it, it it should be important and that's why it's the main event. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. So, okay, this one this one's for you, Tony. You're gonna start. Um okay. did you get a chance to see the CMLL uh Grand Prix Cybernetico last year with the T N A guys? Yeah, I did. It was pretty good. Yeah, you liked it? Uh I liked it but Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, it's yeah, playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I got some wacky noise, uh, noise in my ear, so I just uh, paused for a second. Okay. No, I, you know, I I saw the match. It was it was pretty awesome. The only part problem is I do watch a lot of lucha, so the lucha tends to usually have a, a good flow from move to move mm-hmm. to move, and I just felt like the the action between the guys it felt kind of clunky, like as opposed mm-hmm. to seamlessly going from move to move, they would kind of uh they would hesitate and then they would. Just go go on with their series of moves. It was you know it was still a great match. It was just as a person who usually watches seamless lucha, I, I could I noticed there was a lot of uh, clunkiness in the match. Right. Yeah. They were stalling and well not not stalling, but it's like someone hit the pause button. You know. It's yeah. Just, it's like it, it was, it was, the, the, it was like they edited out. from different matches that they put in. Exactly. You know, it was just kind of weird. Um, the, did you see that match, Rob? No, I didn't see that match. I, okay. Uh, I usually right, tend to me... avoid it when there's like Amer- American wrestlers in lucha. Uh, well, this one, I don't know. this I, one I, may uh... fit though. What's up? Okay, so I'm gonna have to make you a custom disc. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay. Um. Or you could just give them the now... DVD of the entire show because that that's got a pretty good uh, pretty good lineup. You have uh, Atlantis versus uh, Blue Panther in a singles match, and then in the main event you mm-hmm. have uh, Mystical Paraguayo. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe they're all just singing the whole show. Okay, yeah, you're right. So whole show. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was a really good show. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, did did you hear Tony that um, TNA put out a uh, a DVD with the X Division um, uh, World X Cup from last year? No, I haven't. Yeah, they did, and it's. Two hours, and by putting all the matches wow. together that they did on TNA pay-per-view and TV, it doesn't even get close to that. So I'm oh, wow. thinking that they may have got the uh, the uh, Cibernetico uh, from uh, Mexico and put it on there. Yeah, there you go. Because well, then again, there was also a couple of matches with uh, I think one of the matches with Ray Bocanero and Alex Kozlov was cut down to TV. So I'm thinking maybe they put the full match on the DVD as well. Oh, I hope they. I I hope they show this stuff unedited. That would rule. Also, also there's a bunch we, of uh, old uh, um, X Division World Cup matches that I'm sure that maybe they put of uh, uh, past shows. Mm, yeah, possibly. Now, <clears throat> I made I made a custom custom DVD with all the World Cup matches, and then you know the last match on the disc is the the Cibernetico, because mm. I. My opinion is that was the the real final, not the not the X. Uh, what yeah. is, what is it that uh, what what do they call it? Oh, um, 
the X. There we Ultimate go. X, yeah. Um, I I feel my my personal opinion is that the Cybernetica was the final, and I'm really surprised that TNA didn't try to get that and you know air it, or at least clips of it. TNA, they they do some very questionable things. That, like uh, the best was when I went to Japan and they had awesome Kong and this awesome she had this great match with uh, one of the girls and of course they did not air it. <laughs> so you know. Uh, I'm not really surprised that that's something TNA would do. So, speaking of speaking of Awesome Kong, um, I'm going to be hanging out with her tomorrow night. Oh, no way! Yeah, um, as well as uh, Hernandez from LAX and Todd Bridges and a whole bunch of <laughs> that's whole bunch the of people. Because uh, tomorrow tomorrow night um, in San Francisco at seven o'clock at the DNA Lounge, uh, Fog City Wrestling will be returning. Um, they're flying in 15, 15 workers. So, I mean, they're actually spending money on this show. Oh, wow. Um, if you're anywhere in the Northern California, come check it out, fogcitywrestling.com. Or if you are not in the Bay Area and you'd like to watch the show, 7 p.m. Pacific, go to fogcitywrestling.com, and they will be streaming the show live. So the goal is to crash the Fog City website. <laughs> so, oh, and and that's from from Caesar Black, the owner of the company. That's that's his orders. He asked me to make sure to put that out there. So, there you go. All right, cool. That's uh, I feel bad for Mr. Bridges. <laughs> uh, Hernandez, from what I heard, has a reputation of being a little bit dangerous of a worker and. Oh, uh, I'll be surprised if he comes out of that thing alive. <laughs> Hello? 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 Yes. Okay, so someone went off. Oh, okay. It um, wasn't me. No, it's me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's KZ. I, I I switched to my cell phone because I need to go uh, grab a smoke. But yeah, I forgot to click up my cell phone. So <clears throat> yeah, let's uh, keep it on topic. Cyberneticos. And my my I'll go first on this one. My favorite um, was uh, voted on as the number one match in the Death Valley Driver um, Lucha matches of the nineties. Um, CMLL. 41897 the 16 man um cybernetico that was awesome um and there's a close second um one that was filmed by Bob Barnett in Tijuana in uh 97 where they turned Rey Mysterio Jr heel when he came out with the NWO shirt on and and he turned heel that was that was fun shit too um <laughs> let's let's uh let's go to you Tony what what's your favorite uh Mexican Cibernetico. Oh, Mexican Cibernetico. Oh, geez. Yeah. You know, the, the thing with the thing with uh, Mexico is that there's so many Cyberneticos. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm trying to think of a recent one that I really like. There's one I like, that's not on the web. Oh, go ahead. I, I, I like the uh, the minis, minis one they did last year. That, oh, that uh, was awesome. That uh, uh, Pacino Damien one. That was kick-ass. That was quite, yeah, that was, that was quite the Cibernetico. No, the the the, the that I liked, which 
Honestly, it was a great supernatural, but you know the 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 thing was with my uh, one of my favorite luchadors, uh, the Valiente, who wound up winning, winning the match, the the Raider Eris from last year. As uh, Valiente was was supposed to win that match, and he just in like halfway through the match, he just um, on a dive to the outside, he just totally eats the floor, and for yeah. like ninety percent of the ninety percent of the match, he just out cold, and he he just at towards the end of the match, they just drag him in the ring and he just comes and gets the, the sort of the fluke win, so Oh, was yeah, it no, was no. it the uh, was it the Steve Austin roll up of Owen Hart? <laughs> More or less, pretty much. <laughs> oh, cool. How about you, Rob? Yeah, um yeah, I I like that one that he mentioned last year. I like the first one. Uh, I don't know if you'd consider Saber Nutigo also, but I like the triple A thing they had last year. They had uh I had like Jack Evans, Extreme Tiger, and it oh, was, the, I, I don't think it was exactly that, but it was the, pretty the close. Three way, the three way, three man ladder with Brian Danielson. No, no, no. It was, uh, it was called like Aros or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. That was pretty. I had uh, Aerostar and Jack Evans in the in the final. Yeah, oh, that there was, you go. That was great. All right, now well, we're gonna switch it up. We're gonna stay on Cybernetico, but we're gonna talk about Chikara. Now, I consider Chikara Lucha, just because it's, it's you know, it's, it's uh, there's some Lucha elements. So, uh, what what was your favorite, or actually, let's start with you, Rob. You follow Chikara, right? I, I used to. I followed it until okay. about uh, recently. You did. So. You did follow it. Tony, do you follow Chikara? Uh, I used to, so I, I can comment on, on a lot of past matches. Okay, um, we'll start with you, Rob. Um, what was your favorite? I I got to be honest. I really didn't like their Cybernetica's too much. It seemed like to me it was always like they were just trying to, you know, pretend to be, you know, like pretend to do like Cybernetica's. It wasn't. It just wasn't real to me. But uh, you you know, I, they had they had one with Milano Collection AT that wasn't too bad. But I just could never really get into them. You know. The first one was fun. Um, I want to I want to put them all on on just a DVD set, and just because they're they're fun. I mean they're they're wacky. And and um, what's uh, what's your favorite one, Tony? Well, let's go let's go back to your uh, your uh, compilation. I mean, most of those Chikara Cybernetics tend to be an hour match, so <laughs> I like to see you. Uh, I like to see, I would I very much enjoy seeing that DVD. Okay. <laughs> Hello, dual layer. Maybe even a Blu-ray disc. <laughs> if I had a Blu-ray no. drive, I'd do it. But uh, okay, uh, yeah. my fa- my favorite team in Nicholas was probably uh, the Mexico versus uh, I think it was Mitch Ryder and crew. That was that that was my, probably my favorite. Say what? The Kings of Wrestling against Mexico. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that was good stuff too. Yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, Great lucha action, and you know, just, uh, uh, more so just about all the cool lucha spots. Okay, um, we're going to talk about uh, some indies now. Um, the IWR up in Michigan, in Detroit, they they have a uh, a promotion called uh, Revolucha. Um, they have a show coming <laughs> up. I think I think Friday or Saturday, but that's good shit too. Um, the Third ma- the third show that they had, Revolution 3, the main event was a cage match with Santo in L.A. Park. And inside the cage, 
they had tied up into the corners uh, skeletons because it was, you know, Day of the Dead. And, yeah. of course, Park being the heel, ripped off the bones and beat the shit out of Santo with them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's good shit. Um, either one of you guys seen any of the Revolution uh, uh, footage, Rob? I can't say I have, unfortunately, but that, uh, uh, that sounds pretty good right there. <laughs> much, much props out there to Casey Miller, uh, Revolution.com. Check them out, man. Uh, you can get the DVDs on their website. or I, Yeah, get them on their website. The hell with the Smart Mark. Smart Mark. Yeah, I, you know, actually, you know, I think... I think uh, those are in retail stores now because I actually have uh, one. I actually, I think I have the Dia de Dia de Muertos uh, DVD, and it's, yes. it's quite the D, quite the DVD. I, I especially love the the Blue Panther match. Yes, well, it was Blue Panther CK3, right? Yes, for the belt. Yeah, that was good. See, uh, Rob, what they do is they 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 use Lucha guys and they also use independent guys from the area, okay. and they 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 have some straight Lucha matches, and then they also mix in you know, Lucha and Indie guys. So it's good stuff. Um, really fun product. Um, I'm thinking probably during the summer I'll probably head out to Michigan and check out a show just because I have friends that that, uh, that work for the company and I'm friends with the owners of the company. And yeah, didn't, didn't they also have a podcast for a while? Because I remember seeing Ultimo Dragon versus Curry Man at some point. No, Yeah, it was Ultimo Dragon and, and Curry Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Oh, I think it was the was the second show, I think. I don't remember. But, yeah, that was a really fun match, too. Yeah, that was good stuff. Um, definitely worth checking out. Um, but we're going we're gonna to stick on U.S. Indies. Um, Big Vision Entertainment and the National Wrestling Alliance, the NWA, um, they've relaunched and they're doing their thing. And they... Uh, they they run type the same type of shows that that uh, Revolution does, where they have uh, lucha matches and then they mix indie guys with lucha doors. Um, do either of you guys follow the NWA? I don't even know how to get it to be honest. Col- uh, N- uh, NWAWrestling.com, and you can watch their TV show every week that airs on the Colors Network on the Dish, so you can watch it. The NWA World Heavyweight Champion is Blue Demon Jr., who's fucking useless, but, you know, <laughs> he's a luchador, so. Um, Rob, do you follow the NWA at all? Uh, no, I just said what happened. You, you know, I just, I just explained that one. You stopped me. <laughs> well, up here, up here in Northern California, we're blessed. Um, Gabe Ramirez, who, uh, used to work with All Pro Wrestling, APW up here. He had a falling out with the management, and he decided, I'm going to break away and start my own company. Uh, ProWrestling-Revolution.com. Um, they use the Mysterios. They they use a, a bunch of different luchadors, and they they do the, pretty much the same, where they have lucha matches, and they use indie guys, and, you know, they mix things up, and, and it's a really fun product. Um, you guys should go out of your way to check out some of their shows. Really yeah, I'm probably stuff. sure that. I've heard a lot of things about Ejo de Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he, I wanted to know about. He's good. He's good. Eo de yeah. Eo is really good. Yeah, and he's young, up like eight masks already. Mm-hmm. He's young, but he's green, but he's you know he's getting there. 
you know, and he's working with his uncle, and, and he's working, you know, a, a higher echelon of workers. So, you know, he's learning. I, I think. I think there's a picture somewhere of of all three Rey Mysterios, and I don't, I don't, I don't remember exactly where. What's that? I saw, I saw it on the figure four board. Yeah. All three Rey Mysterios: yeah. Rey Mysterio uh, Junior, Senior, and uh, Ego. Yeah. There you go. Well, let's uh, let's switch it up. You you mentioned the Mysterio plan. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's start with you, Rob. Uh, what do you think of Senior? I I haven't got to see too much of him, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I see I see what pops up every now and then, but I, I don't think I've seen enough to really have an opinion. You, you know, it seemed like all his best stuff was not taped, unfortunately. Well, actually, you know what? That's not true. That's not true. BobBarnett.com, the man, <laughs> the man with the handheld. Go to Bob's site. Yeah, I remember stuff. seeing some uh, some some video of uh, Ray Mysterio, and he he seemed uh, fairly competent. So, I mean, and and to to be uh, to be a big enough name to to pass your name down is it's got to be at least worth something. There you go. Now, uh, uh, Tony, what do you, what do you think of Ray Senior? Well, like I pretty much said, I don't remember too much, but I remember seeing some stuff on the internet, and I remember him being fairly competent. So. I, I can imagine he was he was quite the luchador. How good is your Spanish, Tony? <laughs> Terrible, atrocious. In fact, uh, um, uh, a lot of the interviews I'm going to be having in the future on my show, I'm probably going to have to get a translator for uh, some of these guests. <coughs> Oops, you won't. <laughs> I guess I guess I won't send you the uh, Ray Mysterio Senior Shoot interview, considering it's oh, all in it's all in Spanish. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who does it? Shoot interview in Spanish. Come on. I I was hoping it'd be in English, but you know, you know, can't can't have everything my way. No, now, for those that, oh, for, for those that are listening live in the stream, um, you can call in, um, drop some of your thoughts, and maybe bring up a topic or two. Area code three four seven two one five seven nine four six. Call in and. Uh, We'll we will uh have some discussions. Actually, those that are listening live, fuck it. Let's uh <laughs> let's let's do some trivia and we'll give away some uh lucha DVDs from slambandjam.com. Here is the question. Don't answer guys. <laughs> Who what tag team was the first ever IWC dash triple A world tag team champion? Once again, who, what team was the first IWC-AAA World Tag Team Champions? Call in, area code 347-215-7946. And uh, let's see what I'm going to do. I will give you the choice of five DVDs out of a list of stuff I have here. So call in. If you get the answer right, I will give you some free Lucha DVDs courtesy of our sponsor, SlamBamJam.com. Hey, I'm showing the love for Alfredo. <coughs> All right. Um, let's talk about minis. Um, yeah. This uh, Last month, um, Ultimo Dragon did a Ultimo Dragon produce show in Japan, and he brought in uh, Pekino Damien666 and uh, 
What was that little shit? Oh, um, Masquerita <laughs> Dorado. And uh, Masquerita Dorado is fucking insane. That little motherfucker Indeed. is nuts. Yeah. Um, let's, let's start with you, Tony. Um, let, let's talk about the minis, brother. You know, what, what grabs you about the minis? Uh, the, minis, the minis are usually great. I, I don't know what about it, that they can usually go faster and, and longer and harder at, uh, in, in the ring usually, and especially with a guy like Masquerita Dorado, it's just, I, I don't think I've ever seen a luchador, you know, mini or, 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 or big ever do any kind of those moves. Yeah, and uh, um, as long as we're talking about, about masquerade, well, go ahead. Well, let's get uh, let's get Rob's thoughts first on uh, on the minis and. Okay, I have quite the announcement about masquerade Dorado, though. Oh yeah, go ahead, brother. Um, I'm actually talking. To, I've had past interviews where I've talked to uh, Teddy Hart and uh, his manager, and uh, mm-hmm. I guess he's uh, he um, he manages you know a, a couple of names, and one of them is masquerade Dorado, and I've talked to him as of recently in. Uh, in the near future, I will be having Masquerita Dorado on my uh, Lucha Libre podcast. Yes! Wow, how about that? You yeah. rule, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, that, that, so, was, that, was, uh, that was the announcement that I was, I was uh, sort of hyping on the board today. Oh, hey, it's all good, bro. It's all good, man. And uh, so what, what do you guys think of... Um, Pacino, Damien six six six. I think he is a great little asshole. Yes, he's he's quite awesome. Um, and one of the matches I'm going to recommend was was the hair match between him and uh, Bam Bam, where uh, uh, Damien uh, goes for the sunset flip on the like. Remember the the angle spot where you usually see uh, Kurt trying to German suplex him from the uh, ring apron to the arena floor? Yes. Uh, Damien did a sunset flip while Bambi, Bam Bam was standing on the ring apron. He does a sunset flip, catches him with a running Liger bomb to the arena floor. Ooh. It's insane. <laughs> Ouch. Fucking nuts. That's, it's, a, it's that sounds like a pretty good spot. It's amazing how those little guys can, can do that. You know, really. Um, I... <laughs> I can't even comprehend, you know, the shit that those little people do. I know, and, and some of them usually, especially in AAA, they, they usually have to just rip it up on the undercard and, like, just worthless throwaway batches, and they just tear it up. And I, I don't know what goes through their heads when they're just killing themselves for just an opening match on the card. Yeah, I just... I, I can't really grasp... That the uh, you know okay you know what here it is yeah last year I forget the date but in CMLL they had the mini Cibernetico and it, it was the first time that the minis ever headlined a show and the minis in it were Bam Bam Bukino Damian Six 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 Shocker Cito Paracito Mascarita Dorada Celestial Bukino Halloween who ruled. Mr. Aguilita, Pequino Warrior, <laughs> who's uh, mini Black Warrior and mini Olympico, and uh, Damien won, and that is just some fun shit right there. Um, yeah, uh, some I, other worthwhile, uh, noteworthy uh, minis are, um, uh, I think, let's see if I can pronounce his name, uh, Perez, Perez Ito, the, the, mm-hmm. the mini for uh, Perez, and um, mm-hmm. let's see, what was the other one? 
there's and there's a bunch of them in uh, AAA as well. Uh, Octavancito and uh, Mini Bismo Negro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I after that after that uh, Mini Cybernetico match aired, um, I got the footage and I was like, okay, I like the little people. Um, <laughs> I don't I I don't let my nine year old son watch wrestling unless mm-hmm. it's um, really crazy flying lucha or the minis. So I I. I made a DVD comp just for him, and here here's the here's the match listing. Um, if you're interested, contact me, KidZombie2000, AOL.com. Um, yes, the first to. match, the first match is from the AAA pay-per-view in '94 when Worlds Collide. Mascarita Sagrada, Mascarita Sagrada, Octagon Cido against Espetrito and Girito Estrada. That was fun shit, and that was the first time I've ever seen the minis. I've seen the, the midgets, you know, the, the run around, pull hair, and bite ass little guys. But then I saw that match. I was blown the fuck away. Yeah. Um, um, well, with that match you just uh, mentioned, would that wouldn't have to be Masquerita Sagrado uh, 2000, would it? No. Oh, okay. No. It was the original one. That original. was um, from 1994 when Worlds Collide pay-per-view. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's the original, Max Mini. Yeah, no, I don't know what about that gimmick is. Whoever uh, pretty much dons the gimmick pretty much becomes a, a, an uber high flyer. And even the, the Masquerita uh, Sagrada they have going right now is pretty damn good. So would would you say that the mask would make him the flyer? As opposed to talent? <laughs> yes. There's, <laughs> there's, there's a smart mask, I believe. Okay, but I, I'm going to run down the rest of this comp. And okay, the second match, the second match is from um, the Eddie Guerrero tribute show, Viva Guerrero in Texas, uh, Mascarita Sagrada, which is 2000, against Perita Morgan, um, wacky. Then in Revolucha, um, I'm not sure which show, but Mascarita Sagrada again, taking on Suki, who's a Ooh. big stocky little dude. Suzuki. Um, T S U K I. Yeah, Tazuki. Yeah, Tazuki. And then the next one's Triple A Octagon Cedo against. This is mm. fucking hilarious. Mini Kenzo Suzuki. Yeah. And then <laughs> I then I switched it up. I went to the WWF. Ooh. Mascarita Sagrada Jr. against Mini Vader. <laughs> and then El Torito against Little Lucky. Tarantula against Nova, Max Mini against Battalion, and then Tarantula and Battalion against Nova and Mosaic. And then I I can't find it, but I have um it was from it was from the Royal Rumble ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, ninety seven, the one that was in, in uh San Antonio, Michael's one. They had a tag match with Mini Vader and Mini Mankind. With Mini Paul Bearer, <laughs> I I I died. I died. I mean, that's as long, shit as, long as we're talking about minis, I think uh, great. I think WWE's really missing out on the bow as far as minis go. Well, uh, WWE's missed. You know what? If you mention WWE again on this show today, I'm going to hang up on you. Okay, okay, uh, okay. I must mention one more thing. All he right, must I'm have a mini. He must have a mini Big Show, and he oh, must God. be just a normal dude. And he must be just a normal-looking guy. He must be Colin Delaney. Colin, the fuck? <laughs> Colin Delaney. God. 
What a joke. Well, okay, <laughs> you, you mentioned Colin Delaney, so that's Chikara. Um, yeah, see? So it's technically okay. not mentioning those three letters. <laughs> Mike Quackenbush. I've seen him do straight lucha in Mexico, um, mm-hmm. and not just against Skyda. I've seen him in actual six-man matches and, and, uh, and stuff. I've seen him in Michinoku Pro. Um, what, what do you guys – we'll start with you, Tony. What, what do you think of Mike Quackenbush, and do you uh, – yeah, what do you think of Mike Quackenbush? I think he's a great guy. I mean, he's, he's, he's well-versed in all forms of wrestling from, you know, the, uh, the Japanese pro to the Mexican lucha to even the, the, the British Lancashire style. I mean, mm-hmm. the, guy's, the, guy's, the guy's got it all. The guy knows how to do pretty much everything. Yeah, you, you don't get better than much better than Mike Quackenbush. I mean, he's you know he's so solid and fluid, and he can really you know he can go with the best of them. You always you're always in for something good when he fights. And, and what what really makes me happy about Quack is that he's the head instructor at the Chikara School, so these mm-hmm. these kids are being taught properly. Um, it's just, and he's giving back to the business. He's he's sharing his knowledge. Which is which is pretty cool. Um, let's see, uh, are there any other uh, characters that that you that you guys uh, remember from watching Chikara that stood out? You know, from like a lucha standpoint. Mm, are there, is there any you're thinking of? Because there's there's a couple that are on tip of my tongue, but I, I gotta think about it real quick. Lindsay Dorado. Yeah, he was pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, Skyda, of course. Oh yeah, there we go. Um, that's that's the one I was thinking of. So, oh, okay, Rob, that's right. You're you're queer for Skyda. Um, let's let's talk about Skyda. Um, what what makes you get off on Skyda's work? I, I I love all the submissions. Because, I mean, no one no one can go as fast as he can. First off, and mm-hmm. I I mean, just the submissions. I mean, they're just so they're complex, and he always hits it you know fluidly, and it's just. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just amazing. Yeah. I mean, there's no one else who can do what he does. I mean. Now, my, my memory's horrible, Rob. Okay, so what's the name of his style? Yave. Yave, okay. Horrible. Um, Tony, what, what do you think of Skyda? I think, I think he's, he's quite the luchador. I mean, it's just... It's a shame he really not never really got a, a big spot on on either of the the, the two uh, Mexican promotions. But mm-hmm. from what I've seen in his Chicago work, he I mean he can really pretty much do it all. He can he's he can high fly just like he can high fly just about as good as any uh, any luchador in female or triple A. And he he's got a great submission game. He's I, I like the way he his submission game on the mat to where it's it's sort of just an exchange of holds, sort of like the the old school uh, Lancashire style. Mm-hmm. To where it's just an exchange of hold, just switching from move to move. Right. Have Have you Have you guys seen any of his Dragon Dragon Gate work or stuff in Japan? Oh yeah, I've bought, I bought like Toriyama. every. I have like every uh, all the T2P stuff he was on, of course, because T2P is mm. best promotion ever. And you know, whatever else I see him, I always get it because you, you never stop being amazed with Sky. Yeah, I I have a. I have a DVD of Best of Skyda U.S. matches. Yeah, I got that. That's good. Yeah, that's good. The uh, Skyda Equinox against Dr. Chung's Darkness Crabtree is fun stuff. But the the <laughs> best match, 
The best match on the disc, though, is Skyday and Milano, Milanito against Ebison and Billy King Kid. Oh, yes. I love Ebison. Um, Rob, what, what do you think of uh, Kikotaro Ebison? Oh, he's pretty good. You know, he's always entertaining. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think I've seen a match of his I haven't liked. And he's made me laugh tons of times. Do you, Rob, happen to have the best of Ebison that was put out? No, I don't. No, okay. <laughs> I, I have very, I, I, I actually have very few, uh, you know, Jap- uh, non like American tapes in general. You know, no, no one, you know, no one has them, and usually it's kind of expensive to buy them. So, mm-hmm. you know, I usually I watch stuff on YouTube and whatever else I can find. So, uh, so Tony, what what do you think of uh, Ebison Kikotaro? Kikotaro is freaking awesome. I mean, I, I don't know how he, he, he keeps up. He just keeps evolving his gimmick. And he, from what I can tell, he pretty much lives the gimmicks. Because I remember going to a PWG show once with him on the card. And just like an hour before the show, he was hanging out, chatting with the fans, uh, you know, just uh, lighting up a smoke and just, just chilling out with the mask on and all the gear on. Just, just, like, just like it was nothing. Just um, like it's normal match, this, this match surfaced... Uh, a week and a half or two weeks ago, um, it was, I can't remember the company, but it was uh, for someone. And it was Yoshihiro Takayama teaming with Little Hamada against Lingerie Mudo and Don Kiko Fry. <laughs> where Kiko Fry and Takayama, they, they did spots based on the Pride 21 match. <laughs> Takayama and Don Fry. Have you guys, either of you guys, checked this out? I I saw no, I have, I have no. Go ahead. I, Sorry, I Rob. Saw, uh, Rob, I, I Rob, I sent you the download link, didn't I? Probably. I. But I, I'll send I, it to you again. Um, I'll I'll give you the link as well. Um, Tony, you need to check this shit out. No Kitaro is a he's a fucking genius, and you know I I love when he when he. I I, <clears throat> I had a best of DVD of his where he couple of matches he teamed with Mudo. And he had the goatee, and he did the Shining Wizard, and then, and then he did the little uh, taunt at the end. Yeah. Good shit. Um, so, Tony, what were some of your favorite Ebison moments? Uh, Ebison moments. Uh, didn't, didn't at one point he have a match with uh, Stalker, Stalker Ichikawa Z? Or yeah. <laughs> is that just a dream match that he made up? No, no, he uh, he actually had one that I went to. I. Uh, I, just recently, you probably haven't seen it, but um, yeah, he, uh, him, and uh, Stalker had a match, and they both were impersonating Stan Hansen, which was out. Oh, hilarious. oh, oh, um, there's a tag match out there. I forget who it was, but one was Hansen, uh, was Kikotaro, and they were Hansen and Brody against someone else. I forget the name of it, but That's, um, uh, that, Adam, that was a, uh, that was a, uh, oh. Adam and Mike. Uh, that was uh, that was Suzuki and Takayama. They were. Yep. There you go. Adam and Mike are always putting that match over, so it's wacky. Um, <laughs> well, let's you know we're we're talking uh, lucha based and and indie sleaze. Um, what what do you guys? We'll, we'll go to you, Tony. What do you think of Mecha Mummy? He's awesome. There's um, there's a match that just surfaced. Let's see if yeah I have it here. It's Minoru Suzuki teaming with Akino against. Mecha Mummy and female Mecha Mummy. 
Yes. I remember there being a whole class of mecha mummies. That would rule. No, I think there was like a there was a there was like a zombie one or a, I forget exactly what what all the the mecha mummies were because I think there's a either a tag match or or a fatal forward match with just all mecha mummies. Yeah, and my, my favorite mecha, my favorite moment of mecha mecha mummy was his match versus uh, Shockwave in uh, in I think it was zero one. Or was robot no, versus robot? No, no, no. That was uh, that was Big Mouth Wild. I think. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that was Big Mouth Wild. But any of you guys see that uh, that uh, Mecha Mummy versus uh, Shockwave match in Zero One? Yeah, I I liked it. It wasn't my favorite. Um, my two favorite matches with Mecha Mummy were Mecha Mummy getting killed by Minoru Suzuki. Um, that was just brutal. And then from Chikara, King of oh, uh, or the Tag World against Ken the motherfucking Box <laughs> in ECW Arena, that was the match of the year. <laughs> oh my god! Talk about fun. Okay, this this show has officially gone off the wacky uh, cliff. So I, I I think the three of us should all be uh, drug tested. I, I don't know about you guys, but I will fail a wellness test. So um, we're getting fucking wacky and weird, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, let's uh, let's switch it up here. Um, there's a promotion in Mexico called NGX, and it's uh, owned and operated by Superboy, or not Superboy, uh, Crazy Boy. And oh, okay, there we go. Um, it's no longer around. It became DTU. Yeah, there we go. Um, where DTU, I have the match, I have the show with uh, Shima, Zion, and El Generico. Um, you can get that slambamjam.com. Um, yes, fun shit, but the uh, NGX was more hardcore, where yeah. two sides of the of the ring had barbed wire. And I, I <clears throat> excuse me, I had a match. It's a, uh, Nietzsche was in it, Halloween was in it, Damien was in it, Joe Leader, Crazy Boy and Extreme Tiger, and it was a ladder match, and they had the bob wire, and oh, insane, insane. That's all I have to say is in fucking sane. Um, let's uh, let's start with you, uh, Tony. What what do you think of hardcore lucha? Do you think there's a place uh, for it? I'm sure there's a place for it, especially on the indie scene. But for the most part, I'm I'm not really high on the whole hardcore lucha scene. I mean, I, I have a hard enough time watching the, the, the hardcore matches in uh, AAA now, so I can't imagine a whole promotion, to, uh, you know, that's pretty much the whole point of hardcore lucha. Right. right. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts, Rob, on hardcore lucha? Do you think there's a place for it? I think if it's done correctly, there could be a place, but, you know, I don't think uh, Superboy and Extreme Tiger and all of them are going to be the ones doing it. You know, they... You know, I think if it's done right and, uh, you know, all that, it could be good, maybe. Yeah, I think that, um, I think that the, the stuff should be built. You know, you do tag matches and trios matches and whatever to build up the program to finally get to, say, a Bob Wire match, you know, or, or a hardcore match or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm anti-hardcore. Um, I, my personal feeling is I agree with Michael Modest's philosophy. Wrestling is hardcore. 
Um, <laughs> CZW, I can't deal with that shit. It's a fucking joke. Um, now, you want to talk FMW, all right? Now, that was good shit. Onita and them back in the day, because they actually use psychology as opposed to, you know, Ian Rotten, I'm going to hit you ten times with this shit, you know. It, it, it's crap, and the King of the Deathmatch is a fucking joke. That shit should be used to settle scores, build up angles, and draw money. Not fucking eight guys that'll beat the living hell of e- out of each other for a hundred dollar payoff. But let me get off my soapbox. <laughs> now, Rob, you are the co-host, so uh, I'm going to hand you the office, and it's up to you to come up with questions and topics to discuss that are lucha related. <laughs> no problem, man. Earn right. your fucking paycheck or DVDs. <laughs> DVDs. There you go. So, uh, so who's who's your current favorite lucha worker out of everybody out there? Who do you like to watch best? Oh, um, oh wait. Hold direct the question, I, Rob. Okay, direct question. You have to direct the question to someone. Tony. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My favorite worker right now probably is, uh, even though I haven't seen his work as of late, is probably uh, Doctor Wagner Jr. Really? I mean. Yeah, no, no, okay. You guys obviously have some opinions, so I'll let you shoot off, and then I'll I'll tell you guys why. Oh no, go ahead, brother. Just just go. I mean, because I'm going in complete opposite direction, so go ahead. Oh, okay, first no, down. My favorite worker as of right now is well, my overall favorite worker, Doctor Warner Jr. Just because he manages to 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 put all the things together that I like, like like a high flying style, and then the map based style, and then just the fact that he's Doctor Wagner, all the wackiness. But uh, as far as just work in general, I probably also have to say uh, just to throw in Blue Panther. Just on work, on work, on work alone, I'd probably say Blue Panther. But the overall package is probably going to be Doctor Wagner Jr. Great. How about you, Rob? I, uh, I'm a big uh, fan of Stuka, Stuka Jr. And um, I also like Flash, but uh, their oh, matches yeah. are a little bit harder to come by sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely love uh, Flash and Stuka. Those two are quite the duo. Yes. <laughs> well, I guess it's my turn. Yes. Um, I will say L.A. Park. Uh, <laughs> Not La Parka? Yeah, well, hey, come on, dude. Don't, don't make me cry, okay? <laughs> Triple H dropped the fucking ball with that, didn't they? <laughs> they did it with Psychosis and Nicho, as well as the fake Parka and L.A. Park. They dropped it both times, the fucking idiots. I mean, both of those programs could have drew fat money, but they dropped it. But, yeah, L.A. Park. Um, let me see. Who else? Um, um, hmm. Uh, uh, mascara, mascara Dorado. Oh, not the mini. Not, not the mini, oh, okay. the full size. <laughs> the, the, the regular luchador? Yeah, the full size guy. He's he's breaking out. Um Sangre yeah, Azteca. Sangre oh, yeah. Azteca. That's something you and I agree upon, Tony. So Yeah. <sighs> Sangre Azteca's good. Um I can't even look at Triple A just because I, I can't watch the upper card because it really bothers me. I watch well, you know, the uh, guys on the undercard. Oh, on the undercard, yeah. But not not the not the main events. So I uh, all right, well, I'm going to switch it up. We'll go to AAA. We'll talk about that. Um, there's, you know, the working division, the quote-unquote working division with uh, Nicho <laughs> and, and uh, uh, Teddy and Jack, uh, yeah. Leader, Crazy Boy, Extreme Tiger, all those guys. Uh, that's good shit. 
any combination of those guys is that's good shit right there. Um, yeah. That's, that's, any favorites out of the, out of the packs? Actually, not to you know what, Degeneration Mechs. That's a great <laughs> stable. Now I'll tell you honestly, Juventud Guerrero would have fit in perfectly. Yeah, no doubt. But but you know he had to you know fuck around and get his ass beat by a by a Jack Anderson Silva Evans. You know, with the plumb stretch in the knees. Yeah. But, uh, Tony, uh, what, what do you think of Triple uh, A? Uh, do you like the uh, the main events? And uh, what do you think of the undercard? Well, definitely the undercard is pretty much the only reason why I watch sometimes, especially with the with the minis. And then you got some of the, the, the classic luchadors, like the, the, the Air Force guys with Superfly and Lovato Kid and uh, Aerostar. That stuff's the really region. good. Say what? The Rito Kid. There we go. That that little guy is pretty awesome. Well, probably my favorite is probably going to be uh, Superfly. Mm. I, I think he's just the the most well-rounded, and if if of all the Air Force guys that have a chance of making it, maybe in the main event, I think he's probably it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they just have to pull the trigger on him. He's ripe and ready. I mean, then the crowd wants to do it. You know, the crowd wants him as a main eventer. Yeah, he had a program with uh with the Electroshock for a while with. With uh, Superfly always getting the the fluke win over Electroshock, and I think what they're planning on doing with uh, Electroshock winning the Raider Reyes tournament is uh, have a feud between the two of them, where uh, Superfly wins the Electroshock's uh, uh, face play. Good idea. So, Rob, uh, what, what do you think of the AAA product in general? Um, you know, at least it's different. You get a lot of different tastes of stuff, and. You know, there's all kinds of different kind of wrestlers on it. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy watching it when I get a chance. I mean, anything's a nice break from some of the American styles that we see. So, uh, you know, I enjoy it. I, I, you know, I, I really kind of stay away from the main events, of course. But, yeah, I enjoy it. Now, now, AAA, you know, they've in the last year, they've done a couple tours in the Southwest. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that with the product that they put out, that they would be able to tour outside of there? You know, East Coast, Midwest, Chicago, New York. Probably not. I could see them expanding and having a lot more sh- uh, shows along the border, like uh, in in Texas and in Arizona. Right. But I don't, I don't see them expanding outside of there. Really? You it, you don't think it's it's that diverse of a product? I I think um, it is. Where you know they'll be able to catch you know everybody's attention with something different. I th- I think outside of like I said the border and maybe Chicago because because of, of their their population the fact they get. The AAA program. I think it's it would be really really hard to get any kind of uh, of a promotion without TV. And LA and the the border states in uh, Chicago are really seem to be the only places to get the actual AAA TV. Right, that's true. You know, they they should have put all their eggs in the basket in '94 and launched. Yeah. You know, I really think that was the time because you know the the gringos were fucking going, dude, and that was money angle. That was money. And I think that was the time to pull the trigger. Um, now Conan wants to do it again, but you know, it's, I think it may be, may just be a little late. Um, well, yeah, now, I think I think part of the problem is they're 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 stuck with this uh, touring deal with the promoter. So I think it's it's right. going to be quite a while. We'll we'll get more tours, but I think for now, it's just gonna just gonna be a couple of tours and a couple of TV dates. Mm-hmm. Now, Chikara did the um, I forget what they call it, but where they had a series of matches against Big Japan. Well, now, oh, yeah. I would uh, 
what was it called? Global, Global Gauntlet? Yes, Global Gauntlet. I would love to see Jakara do that with Triple A. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's going to be possible. Why not? I just think uh, Chikara is not on AAA's radar. I mean, you, you probably have better luck with a like an NWA Mexico or maybe like like you said before DTU or maybe the, the number three company in in the in the country, the IWRG. Right. That's probably oh, your best. Bet. You you mentioned IWRG. Um, mm-hmm. Black Terry's still tearing shit up. Freelance, that motherfucker can go. Yeah. And uh, uh, officials, the officials, I love those guys too. <laughs> Um, Rob, what, what do you think of the IWRG product? I haven't seen any of that at all, unfortunately. I'd like, I, I, uh, I have like an episode or two, but I haven't got to watch that yet. Someday, though. It seems like, a, you know, until not too long ago, they really used a lot of CMLL guys. And, you know, I mean, if you're, they're going to do that, you might as well just watch CMLL. Yeah, right. that's, that's, that's part of the um, problem. There's an independent Spanish station out here in the Bay Area that was airing it, but then they stopped. So that sucked. But <clears throat> now those that are listening, <clears throat> I'd love to give away some DVDs from SlamBamJam.com. Um, the trivia question, once again, is who were the first IWC-AAA World Tag Team Champions? Call in. Area code 347 347- Two one five seven nine four six. I'd uh, I would love to uh, give away some DVDs, man. So uh, contact me, call in, answer the trivia question. Um, we have twenty minutes left on the stream. Um, we're not going to go longer than an hour and a half, guys. So because uh, my son's home and he's doing his homework, and then I have to check it and all that other stuff. So. And then after he's, after he's done with his homework, he's, he's going to get to watch Patino Damien 666 against uh, Masquerita Dorado from Japan. So we're going to have a little mini party here. So, <laughs> I cannot question um, your parenting skills. There you go. But uh, we do have to take a break. Um, I do have to play a commercial or Stevie J will be angry with me. So hold on just a sec, guys. Pro Wrestling Got You Down? Need something to lift your spirits? Listen to the podcast at angrymarks.com. If wrestling gets you all hot and bothered, we've got what you need. Visit angrymarks.com or subscribe for free on iTunes. The angrymarks.com podcast, where the marks get nothing but satisfaction. All right, now we're back. Whew. Wow, I'm I'm blown up, man. Feel like I've been, you know, going going 25 minutes with Jack Evans. You know, I'm I'm fucking wiped out. Um, Rob, do you have uh, any uh, topics you wanted to discuss? Uh, any topics I wanted to discuss? That's a good question. Uh, man, I can't even think of any right now. <laughs> I'm kind of blown out too. Um, I, I I have a. I was gonna say. Non-Lucha wise, I got to watch some WCW from 1991 lately, and that was pretty awesome. Mm. So, what so, would you watch? I've been watching a uh, main event, and uh, it's leading up to uh, what's it leading up to? It's leading up to Russell War '91, and they have some of the horse oh, things. They got that's um, the the that that's the uh, the uh, horseman killing of uh, Pillman, right? 
Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Yeah, that was match of the year for the Observer that year. Yeah, that was a good match. That was yeah, very good. good. That was very good. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, it's pretty cool seeing Doom and uh, you know, seeing you know just all kinds of people. You know, you just completely forgot about. That's highly recommended. Highly recommended. Uh, Tony, do you have anything you'd uh, you want to talk about lucha wise? Uh, sure. There's there's plenty. Uh, I think as long as we're we're you know just pretty much the the wacky edition of the Rubber Guard Radio. Let's let's talk Super Porky. Ah, oh, Elvis. I miss Porky. I know we all do. You know it was so funny when he did that that spot on SmackDown where he was eating the ham. I love that. Do you did remember you guys when he was? Oh, go ahead. When he was eating the ham bone. Yeah. Okay, as you were, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just like it. They brought him. They brought him in as a the the junior division. I just thought that was just so odd bringing in Super Porky. Yeah, toward toward the end, uh, you know, he, he he was trying to pick up a couple of gimmicks. I mean, uh, I think late last year he was uh, dressed up as a as a superhero, like a, like a Superman, uh, the the complete spandex costume with the. With the big SP on the the front of his chest, and towards the end of his AAA run, he started dressing up as Elvis, and he would come into the ring dancing around with a uh, a guitar that would shoot pyro. I mean, it was wacky. All right, um, let's see. I'll start. Um, my, f- all right. You know what? No, we'll go with you, Rob. Um, we'll, we'll, what's your three all-time favorite? Lucha tag teams. Oh, oh, boy, that's a tough one. Uh, oh man, I don't even know where to start with that. Right, right now, you know, obviously, I think uh, Stuka and Flash are the best. I mean, no question for me. You know, I, I like the Gringos Locos, of course, and uh, you know, probably, uh, pr- probably the Guerreros. You know, seeing uh, Ray Buccaneiro and uh, Ultimate. Oh yeah, there it is. How about you guys? What do you guys think? Go ahead, Tony. Uh, like 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 you said, uh, Ultimo Guerrero and Ray Bucanero are probably easily the best tag team. Um, I kind of like Averno Mephisto. That they seem to be coming in their own. And I do like the new tag team of Voldor and uh, La Sombra. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And uh, your favorite tag teams? Me. Um. All time, Gringos Locos, obviously. Art and Art and Eddie, um, just untouchable. Uh, Mexico's most wanted, obviously. Um, Damien and Halloween, love them to death. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Guerrero Stella Inferno. You know, Ray and Ray and Ultimo. And mm. um, I was uh, I was watching last night. I was watching a best of the Can-Am Express, which mm. was uh, Furnace and Lafon. And there's a match from the UWA in 92, or was it 91? 91 or 92, with uh, Furnace and Lafon against Silver King and El Tejano. And that was good shit. Um, the uh, Can-Ams were wearing masks, and it was in Mexico. And it was just an excellent, excellent match. And Tejano and Silver King don't get the props that they, that they really deserve as a tag team. Uh, they were really, really fun. Um, they carried the IWA Japan tag 
tag team division. Um, they were just up, you know, head and shoulders above everybody at that time. They were just so hot. So, yeah, those are, you know, some of my favorites. Okay, cool. Any other questions, Tom? Uh, that's about it. I have, I have a couple plugs that I feel like uh, later, but that's about it. I think I'm good. Cool, cool. Any comments? Let's uh, let's wrap it up, guys. I'm getting a little tired here. So, uh, any closing comments, Rob? No, just keep watching wrestling, you know, and ho- hopefully uh, it's a good night of wrestling. We had superstars and TNA in one night. <laughs> uh, for you? Yeah, for me. <laughs> I'm not gonna be watching that shit. Yeah, yeah, you'll be watching it. But let's wrap it up. Um, Rob, obviously you have nothing to plug, so um, I will... uh, I never do. I'll come up with it. I will have... All right, Rob, um, I'm going to give you the opportunity to answer the trivia question. Who was the first ever IWC AAA Tag Team World Champions? Well, there were only two. So (laughs) I'm guessing 50-50 here. Uh... I think the Gringos were the first ones. Yeah. Who did they beat? Santo and Octagon, right? Right. And it it was a 45-minute match that was amazing. Yeah. I think it was I think it was better with except for the crowd heat. I think it was better match than the when Worlds Collide pay-per-view. Um now I strongly urge everyone to go to bobbarnett.com and buy uh the 3 disc Best of Los Gringos Locos from Bob Barnett. That is the crown, one of the crown jewels in my DVD collection. It is fucking amazing. I want to talk work. Oh, dude, get it, get it. That's all I've got to say. But uh, <laughs> Robert, Robert, thanks for coming on and and hanging out and getting wacky. We'll uh, see you next Wednesday with the ECW Zombie. All right, I'll see How's you guys. That sound? All right, brother. Good. Huh? Catch you guys then. <laughs> All right, Rob. Tony. Yes. Thank you for coming on, brother. It was fun. Oh, no problem. I, I really appreciate coming on the show. Hey, dude, it's all good, man. You know, I mean, I, I've got some free time, so I figured, fuck it, man. Let's uh, let's do a do a special lucha show. But um, thanks for coming on, man. And uh, plug away. Uh, actually, oh, no, okay, let's yeah. go uh, yeah. uh, luchablog.com. That's uh, yeah. Cubs fan site. Check that shit out. That's good yeah. stuff. But that's where I primarily do all. That's where I, that's where my, that's the whole of my show. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, well, let, tell, tell the listeners about your show. Okay. Yes. Um, I, I host the Lucha Listen In. It's pretty much uh, Cubs fan let, lets me pretty much interview all the luchadors that I want. Uh, right now, like I said, the big the big announcement is that uh, I have Masquerita Dorado coming on my show in the near future. As soon as I can get a translator, I, I will be interviewing him, and it will be quite great. And um, other guests that I have lined up, Rocky Romero has agreed to do my podcast. Uh, I've talked to his people and uh, Jack Sr. I'm, I'm looking to get Jack Evans on my show. Um, and then I'll, I'm just I'm hoping to contact uh, Sika Delico Jr., who, just, who is now WWE bound, so I'm, I'm looking to get an interview with him. And then just to get all the full details on his side of the story, I'm looking to interview uh, Hoovy as well. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, man, and uh, getting wacky. You know, I, I really appreciate <laughs> you coming on, dude. It, it was fun. Yeah. We got, we got to do, I got I to gotta do this more often. Definitely. 
Most All right, definitely. cool. Awesome. But uh, thanks for your time, and, you know, good luck on the podcast, man. You know, it, it sounds like you got some uh, some pretty hot shit coming up. So, yeah, you know, congratulations right, on the good interviews. Yeah. All right, brother. All right. Well, we'll, have to, uh, well, sure, we'll have to have you on again soon, but take care, brother. You too. Bye-bye. Awesome. Okay, that was uh, Tony Galvin of the Lucha Listening, um, LuchaBlog.com. Hold air, bitches. That's right, put air bitches. Let's uh, let's run down the. Oh, uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to be having a special show. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Let me double check here. Let me uh, make sure I get things right here, so I don't screw up. Damn, computer's running slow. For some odd reason. Um, tomorrow we will be uh, debuting a. Uh, a new sh- a new side project of Rubber Guard Radio. Uh, it's called Booking Spotlight. Um, we're going to be doing this once a month. What we'll do is we'll be having on guests that um, have experience in booking, writing. I hate that term, fucking writing. Um, character development, finishes, and whatnot. Uh, we'll be having our debut episode tomorrow, uh, which is the 24th, Friday the 24th. Um, we'll be on the air live, 10 a.m., Pacific time, 11 or 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, our guest will be for the 90-minute broadcast will be Bill Barons. Um, Bill's been around pretty much everything and done everything in the business. So um, I don't see, you know, how we could start off a show like this without, you know, guests like Bill Barons. So check us out tomorrow. Uh, let's run down the plugs. Um, <clears throat> SlamBamJam.com. Uh, current and past. Lucha Libre and Japanese Pro Wrestling, best of DVDs. Um, Alfredo's got some really good shit. Uh, when you place your order in the comment section, uh, type in Rubber Guard Radio sent you, and I'd greatly appreciate that. And also, um, WrestleWarehouse.com, um, you can get Lucha Libre masks, a whole bunch of different masks, T-shirts, DVDs. Um, Jeff's a really good guy. Uh, tell him that uh, Rubber Guard Radio sent you. And also, we have to throw props out to the mothership, AngryMarks.com, Stevie J and the boys. I really appreciate you hosting my show and uh, putting us over and whatnot. So, yeah, it's fun. Um, also, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. <coughs> sorry about that. Uh, this coming Friday, tomorrow, um, if you're in the Northern California, uh, FogCityWrestling.com. Uh, Fog City will be running a show at the DNA Lounge in South of Market in San Francisco, uh, 6 p.m. doors, uh, bell time, 7 p.m., um, all kinds of different stars. Go check out the lineup. I don't have it in front of me, uh, fogcitywrestling.com. And if you're outside of Northern California, you can watch a live stream of the show at fogcitywrestling.com. So uh, much props to all my boys that are working there. Uh, props to all the fellas, everybody you know that supported us. You know, I, I do this shit, you know, I, I get paid, you know, very minimal amount of money from uh, sponsors. Uh, I do this shit for the love, man. Um, that's it, you know, spreading the word and making sure that people out there know that, you know, there's more than just TNA and WWE and Ring of Honor out there. You know, there's there's actual good pro wrestling out there if you want to watch it. Fuck sports entertainment. It's all about pro wrestling. But, uh, yeah, if you want to uh, hit me up on MySpace... Um, 
you know, send out a friend to invite uh, myspace.com backslash rubberguardradio. Uh, if you're a worker, if you're a referee, ring announcer, promoter, whatever, and you'd like to come on the show, I'd gladly interview. Um, I support all indies, man. So, yeah, hook it up. Um, also, you can email me directly, K-I-D-Z-O-M-B-I-E-2000 at OL.com. Um, a lot of the stuff that we talked about on the show could be acquired from either myself or SlamBamJam.com, so you can contact either one of us. Um, that should do it, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow morning. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.